0: From Mississippi State University in Starkville, Mississippi, this is Taking the Reign's podcast. If you love all things horses, get ready for a relatable and educational look into the lives of horses and the people who love them. Now here's our host, Clay Cavender. Welcome to the first introductory episode of Taking the Range Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Clay Cavender, and today what we're going to do is just give you an overview of what to expect on this um, new podcast. I think you'll enjoy uh, what we're going to talk about because the platform we're using is the horse, and so many people enjoy horses, love horses, and uh, whether you own them or not, I think you'll get a lot out of this this podcast. It's going to be educational. It's going to be fun, hopefully energetic. We're going to interview a lot of people and talk to a lot of people in the horse business that that have a unique angle to how they got there and a background that I think you can relate to, maybe be encouraged by. And so I think you really enjoy what we've got planned. Uh, I think the horse is such a unique aspect of the livestock industry. It's the only livestock species that we have that um, the only value that's added to the animal is from training. So it's a unique perspective on the horse because he's not a meat animal. Uh, cows and chickens and uh, other, other livestock entities, their end product is to, to feed the world. And the horse does not have that capability. But at the same time, uh, he, he's such a big player in the livestock business. If you look at the uh, Food and Agriculture Organization um, and their numbers, there's estimated to be about 7 million horses in the U.S. And interestingly enough, 70% of those... Almost five million of the horses are used for recreational or showing purpose, which is a lot of a lot of people just using for fun. They just like enjoying and enjoying having horses. And if you think about all the money we spend and put into the industry. The GDP for the U.S. economy for the horse business is about fifty billion dollars annually, and that that seems large. But let's put it in perspective. If you think about the motion picture industry, roughly eighty billion, so not quite as big as that. But railroad transportation, seventy-five billion. Tobacco manufacturing is equivalent to the horse business, around fifty billion. And U.S. parallel manufacturing is only about ten billion a year. So the horse is a big player. Uh, on the, on, a, on a national stage. So here, if, when you're listening to this and you're thinking about potentially uh, uh, routinely listening to uh, Taking the Reins, you may have three questions. And I'm going to answer those three questions briefly today. The three questions you may be asking, one, who am I? Two, what is this podcast all about? And then three, is it for me? And so I'm going I'm to give you a quick easy answers to that as we go through this process you're going to learn who I am but to just give you a real quick brief introduction to who I am uh, first and foremost um, I've been connected to the horse business since I was little my dad and uh, my family trained horses Um, so I I really people ask me a lot of times like when did you learn how to ride horses and I, I don't I don't remember uh, I just grew up showing riding spent all my birthdays at horse shows because it was at the time that the state fair was and that was routine we went to the horse shows and so I grew up in the horse show industry and as a young adult really got into the ranch versatility side of horses loved riding two and three-year-olds and seeing the growth process that they uh, that they have and along the way that had developed my interest had developed into judging and so for the past 20 years I've had numerous breed association judges cards and judge professionally throughout the united states canada australia europe uh, and so I, I have that background but uh my day job is what i do right here at mississippi state i'm the state extension specialist and a and a professor uh, for our department of animal and dairy sciences here and so i'm involved in the three components of a land-grant university which are teaching research and extension which is which is uh going to be kind of the heart of what we're doing because my goal is to bring um the the research background the educational background the academic background to you uh but not in an academic setting that's the last thing i want to do is bring a college lecture to uh to you what i want to do is bring real life real world application you know Um, my research uh, throughout the past 20 years has been based around the idea of how can i make you a dollar or how can i save you a dollar and so all my research has been applicable type of of thinking so we'll talk a lot about that too number two uh what's taking the reins podcast all about you kind of got the gist of it now it's an educational informational way um to bring you all things horses and 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 i shouldn't just say horses because i want to say equine because we're going to talk to uh even kind of Dip our toe into the donkey mule uh, idea, and, and I don't want to leave anything out. I think that we got so many things to talk about. I don't leave anything out or exclude any, uh, anything to discuss horses, donkeys, mules, equids. Taking the reins will explore various aspects of the equine industry, from the arenas of training to the joys of simply being around horses. Each episode is going to highlight a different perspective of the equine industry. So like I said before, I want this journey to be fun, open, transparent, and of course, educational. So here's some ideas. In the future, we will talk to people involved with Showing and training, but not in the, just the ordinary way of, hey, I train horses, and this is where I went and showed, and this is the awards I won. I, I don't want to talk just about that. I want to get dive deeper into more of like the psychology of training, the thought process behind training, not just how we train horses, but also what the mindset of the trainer has to be in terms of changing from one horse to the other, you know, if you think about the big time, the high end horse trainers, they might be riding 15, 20 horses a day or they may be uh, throughout a year, maybe screening 50, 60, 70 horses to find that one or two that are ready for the, that are going to be their horses for the fraternity. And I want to think I want to talk to them more about why, what goes into the mindset of how you get your point across in training and what do you look for in those types of horses Two, one of the things I think is a big topic to discuss is entrepreneurship. That's not something we discuss a ton uh, in the horse business a lot of times, but what are some outside-the-box approaches to business in relation to equine? I've got some really unique stories that I think you'll really enjoy uh, figuring out some of that entrepreneurship type of of the business. Uh, I also am very interested in collegiate athletics, being at an academic university, uh, and also judging routinely. The NCAA, the NCEA, the equestrian um, entity for collegiate sports is, is of importance, along with the IHSA, which is a club sport approach to uh, equestrians at universities. And so I, I want to bring that aspect to this because I think that's something that, we, um, that needs to be highlighted a little bit more. It's such a unique opportunity for our youth to get involved with uh, riding at a collegiate level and provides a lot of opportunities for them along the way. Of course, you know, most of our undergraduates are, um, are, are in, at least at Mississippi State, are pre-vet. You know, about 80% of our 400 or so undergraduates here in Animal and Dairy Sciences want to go the veterinary route. Uh, so I know that there's a big need for that discussion. And, and, and again, not just, we, we all know what veterinarians do uh, as far as treating animals and caring for animals. And we all have a basic understanding of how they got to that point. But what we don't know is kind of what's their day-to-day routine? What's some unique stories that they've encountered? What are some pitfalls to to avoid in coming up through the ranks as far as trying to get a DVM at a university? And Maybe what are some things, some other opportunities that you may explore, need to explore beyond just being a vet um, if that's something that you're interested in? What are some other options out there for you? If you know me, you know that the cowboys and ranchers are near and dear to my heart. I, I think that that's a it's i want to discuss modern approaches to an age-old profession cowboying's been around forever so has ranching it's obviously evolved in different aspects of of the use of horses especially but i think there's a really unique set of stories out there that that people will, will want to hear especially with Uh, A lot of us watching things like 1883 and Yellowstone and and some of those types, so 1923 maybe, whatever those series of of shows are out there now that kind of highlight some of the nostalgia of ranching and cowboying. And then last but not least, just to give you an overview, some ideas. As an educator, I think it's really important that we not bore you with research, but we take the research and show you how it can, again, profit you as a horse owner or manager in some capacity. So we're going to talk a lot about research and application along the way too. So lastly, third question I think we have, that you want to probably know about is who is this podcast for? It's for you if you own horses. It's for you if you don't own horses. Uh, what I want to do is meet you where you are. I want to bring some interesting ideas, topics, and people to you that you can connect with that you can relate to and uh, probably find some entertainment and joy out of just listening to their story. So that, that's kind of what today was about. I want you to just understand what what taking the reins is all about In the upcoming episodes. I hope you just dive in and and uh, listen and intently and uh, get something out of them. But with that said, last but not least, I, I want to ask you to hang with me as I go through this podcast. I think it's going to continue to improve every time we do it. This is something that's brand new. I'm stepping into a realm that is not my training or not my forte. Uh, I've listened to podcasts, but I've never... Talked on a microphone. This is the first time I've ever talked on a microphone, and so uh, if if you will, just give me give me a little bit of time to learn how to do this and, and uh, bring the stories to you that I think you're, that are going to be appealing to you. One thing I've lived by: if you if you've run across me at some point in my life and, and spent some time with me, you'll know that I live by uh, a motto that that I think I don't even know where it came from. Uh, it's not me that said it, but I it's stuck in my head forever, and that is anything worth doing is hard to do and so i know this is going to be a hard thing to do but i'm i'm encouraged by the challenge i'm looking forward to the challenge of learning new things and trying to navigate how to make this uh, the best podcast that I possibly can so I thank you for tuning in to this introductory episode of Taking the Reins um, you, can, you can in the future visit us on Taking the Reins podcast on Facebook and Instagram, leave us some comments questions and, and we'll try to answer those as much as we can and interact with you there uh, as best as possible so just remember this is going to be fun and what I want you to do is just enjoy the ride Thank you for joining us on Taking the Reins. A special thank you goes to the Mississippi State Extension Service and the MSU Animal and Dairy Sciences Department. Please visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Taking the Reins Podcast.